Welcome to Dental Tech Chat. I'm your host, Allie, and today it is my pleasure to be introducing you to Dr. Peggy Bown and Allison LeCousier. Dr. Peggy Bown has been practicing for 20 years as a platinum provider of Invisalign, DSD master, and operates a solo practice startup that is fully digital. She is an Aligner faculty member and has been lecturing for over three years on social media on Invisalign and DSD. Allison LeCousier is a certified dental office manager, a high-performance coach, an aligned faculty member, and the owner of Clear Coaching, an Invisalign practice management and marketing company. Combined, they were able to bring Dr. Bounds' practice to the next level in high-performance team cohesiveness and Invisalign success in digital dentistry, which is why they started the Digital Dental Academy. The Academy is an accelerator for dentists to take their practice to the next level with digital technology and high performance. And as they are coming into their final months of the first launch, they are seeing the success this program has on doctors, clinics, teams, and mindsets. They are dedicated to helping more doctors find more success and joy in their lives and practice. Without further ado, now please help me welcome them to the interview on Dental Tech Chat. Introduce Dr. Peggy Bown and Allison LeCousier, and they're going to explain a little bit of how they got their start into the community of dentistry. So, Miss Peggy Bown, if you'll take the floor for us. My pleasure. Thank you, Allie. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to become a dentist since I was a little girl. I oh. had always had a dental, uh, I always ha had cavities as a child. And then my mom took me to a new dentist at around the age of 13 or 14. And he changed my world, not only made me, you know, less fearful and, and not, and more, you know, interested in dentistry, but I actually became a dentist because of his impact. And the key thing that he did, and this is why I, what is the center point or my why, I guess, is to what I make sure I share with my patients as well. The key thing that he did was that he educated, he took the time to not just have me laying back in the chair and get to work. He, he sat me up and he looked me you know, straight in the eyes and explained things and took the time to share with me what he was going to do before he did it, uh, made me, you know, asked me questions, was very engaged. Again, I imagine I'm only like 13 or 14 years old. A lot of people especially don't take the time to do that for kids. Mm -hmm. And so he did that and he, it just may open my eyes. And I was like, wow. Someone, dentistry is first of all, very cool, I thought, and because I loved biology and things like that, but it was like, I can make an impact too, if I did this for someone. So my whole like reason to become a dentist was so that I could educate people and reduce fear and help them, you know, be inspired to take better care of their teeth. And, you know, one of the reasons why I use, I guess, the, I love the iTero so much is because I can use it again as that tool that can open one's eyes to, you know, being more, uh, you know, to own their problem and also be engaged with their oral health. So, you know, it's just, that's how I got into dental school. It turned out that he graduated with me. He was, he was in Newfoundland and it was in a rural area where I grew up in rural Newfoundland. He did not have to be to be licensed like in Canada the same way because he had been from South Africa. And when mm. he wanted to graduate, like when he wanted to go to a bigger center in, in Newfoundland, he had to go back to school. They forced him to go back to either write this exam or go back to school. So he actually graduated with me from dental school and crossed the stage with me at graduation. So I don't oh know how crazy gosh. People, I guess, but that's incredible. Yeah, uh, after practice. Small world too, right? Wow. Yeah, after like practice. Same stage. Crazy. It was crazy. 
you've definitely achieved your goal. I'm assuming too, how you do help so many people. And you definitely give that confidence as a dentist and letting and explaining in your patient education. I mean, you're so kind hearted, you're so sweet. And you're just one of those dentists that really do give, like you care so much that you definitely, I feel like I know you do take that time to really hear their problem, let them know you're going to be taken care of. Yeah. I want to hear the patient. I want to let yes. them, and I want to be empathetic and, and sensitive to what their needs are first. And I think as dentists, if we, if we did more of that, we would be more perceived better by the public. And mm -hmm. so that is my other kind of mission is to change public perceptions of dentistry. Yeah. And I think you're definitely on a roll with that because I think that's number one key thing is connecting with your patient and really having that strong relationship and hearing them out. So thank you for sharing your story with us. And Allison, I would love to hear your story and how you got started in the dental community. Yeah, absolutely. So when I was graduating from high school um, at 17, I really wanted to travel, but I wanted to have a career that I could travel with um, for the short term. So I made the decision to go into dental assisting because I was really impatient. I was like, it's only 10 months. Like I can get out and I can like have a career that I'm helping people and travel. And so when I graduated from dental assisting, I moved to Bermuda um, after getting my orthodontic certification in Alberta. Um, I grew up in a really small town in Southern Alberta. And I remember my parents giving me, you know, my passport when it got renewed and they were like, I'm scared to give this to you because I know you're going to be gone. So mm -hmm. I sure enough got a job in Bermuda when I was 19, moved there. Oh my goodness. And really realized the power to change people's lives and be the best part of their day. Like most of the time patients come in and they're like, I don't want to be here. I'm scared to be here. And it became my mission to be like, you're going to be excited to come here. And so I moved into being a treatment coordinator. And then when I was 24, I became an office manager and just fell in love with technology, systemization, team, um, helping then change my team's lives and help them grow in the practice. And then from there, um, I got my own dental coach, recognized the power of coaching and became a coach and now I'm coaching other practices to change their patients' lives, change their team's lives and be the best part of somebody's day. So that was how I kind of grew up in the dental world. So motivational. I love that just like the chain reaction of just constantly, you know, wanting to push yourself to be able to be the best version of yourself so you can give you the best to your patient and making people feel comfortable. And I think really that's what you guys, both of your mission is, you know, letting patients walk that door and be excited about what they're about, to, you know, who they're about to meet, the team they're going to have, and just really having like a, just a good ex overall experience. And I think you guys are doing such a great job, both in connecting as a team. I mean, it's just so exciting to see things you guys are accomplishing together and just so glad to have you both and hear your stories today this interview with both of you ladies. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on Dental Tech Chat with me today. How have you guys been doing? Really good. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, it's a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Allie. You're so welcome. You guys are so inspirational, so motivational every day. I really appreciate the very cheer and you guys give such good, very good. Sorry, I'm going to cut this. Such inspiration to the dental community and you guys are such powerhouses and I love that you guys bring such inspiration to the dental field and teaching us and learn and grow in digital dentistry. So I couldn't help but ask for you guys to be on Dental Tech Chat because you guys do handle so much with dental technology. Yes, we love it. Like we love dental technology. So this feels right. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the past year has made us so much stronger. So we, we feel that we have a lot to share and we just love sharing it. So. 
yeah, you guys do a lot for the community and bringing us together. I really love your guys' podcast that you guys have both been launching and your um, Allison's live videos. You'll learn so much from them if you check them out because I love and enjoy podcasting and bringing the community together to learn and grow and network. So I'm so glad to have your guys' nuggets and pearls on what you guys have been using in your practices and how you guys teach dentists about digital technology workflow. So without further ado, I'm just gonna jump right into the dental tech chat and kind of let you guys both take the stage on how you guys help teach dentists digital technology and what you guys like to you. So um, I'll open the floor for probably Dr. Peggy Bound first. I would like to ask you our first question, which is our going to be our diamond in the rough. This is going to be a piece of dental technology that you use in your practice that not maybe every dentist knows about, but that's been a huge advantage in your practice. Wow. That is it's <laughs> hard to choose, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I'm very well known for being a great, uh, an advocate for having digital in the practice period, but the digital technology that if you told me tomorrow was not in, going to be in my clinic, it, you just took it away. I would close my clinic and tell and ask you when you were going to bring it back. Uh, and then I would, you know, come back to work, but I really cannot practice without, um, the iTero element and all the tools in it. And what I really realized is, is some doctors, many doctors who even have this technology, they don't use it in an optimal way and they don't understand the capabilities of it in, from both empowering the team to wowing the patient to educating the patient all the way to getting much greater case acceptance. And so it's just not what it originally was built for, I think was for restorative and of course uh, align purchased it, it became, you know, Itero through that and all the different versions of it, every version uh, possible. And every time I purchase a new scanner or I implement another scanner into my clinic, my production, my team, uh, everything improves. And so just, it's the, it's the way now that I really communicate with patients and our documentation, everything is done through this digital creation of like the, the mouse it copies everything that we need to know and then tracks it over time so a lot of the tools and things that are available with this technology really aren't being used re regularly by a lot of dentists so they get the scanner they think okay i'm just going to do invisalign with it or restorative or both but they mm -hmm. still don't realize all the things so it's very passionate for me i'm very passionate about talking about how to make that basically the heart of the digital technology in the practice but there is so many other things so you know it's it's hard to choose but i really feel that if i had to pick that one piece it would be that and just making people realize that it's there's so much more than they probably even are doing with it Wow. I mean, jam-packed of knowledge there. And the iTero has been taking off. And I know your practice is definitely known for its Invisalign cases. Like, congratulations to you and your practice for that. And using it for its, like, high quality and efficiency. Like, I know you're definitely, like you said, making it the heart has got to be a priority because you don't want to get this technology and have it sitting around and it's not benefiting the practice. It's going to benefit the patient. And I've heard plenty of times you're saying that wow factor. It is just so nice to get rid of the goopy impressions. We're all explaining that nowadays. And it's just so incredible, like, how quickly if we start using that tool and implementing it right away, it's gonna see ROI instantly and your patients are just blown away that they can instantly see that 3D image of their mouth. And I just know it's such a great tool that I think so many dentists, I wish like you were saying, like actually really start getting your cases and understanding how to use that. Yeah. So when you implemented this, was there like a bigger learning curve with the, with the like to teach the team or like were there like certain steps you would say like when you implement it, like did you like set a strategy for it? 
Well, it's interesting because I've had the, I've had the very first cadence scanner. It's always had it. Part okay. Dental assistants always had it. And then as I brought on new team members, there was there's always that yes that integration of that team member having to take the time to train. And I think a lot of dentists they the they're afraid to stop and take the time to train and there there is that investment but mm -hmm. it's not long i mean it's very easy they've made it very user friendly it it certainly doesn't take a long time but it's that it's the messaging that we are a digital clinic or we are a clinic that you know cares about total health and it's the only way really to right. educate very quickly and easily total health is to show them the scan and so when you have the mindset of the team on board it's really then becomes like the technical skills of how to scan and just show patients it isn't that hard but it's that getting the team and just making sure that you the leader the dentist has that mindset and then kind of you know keeps talking about it in a way like this is this is where dentistry is going this is where i want to go and this is what our patients really deserve and need then it just it's not that much it's not hard to overcome like actually adopting you know the the skill set to do it it's just it's the mindset maybe in some ways when you say allison allison yeah. <laughs> has helped yes <laughs> yeah yeah i would say like the one of the hardest parts is like getting buy-in especially for the mm -hmm. hygiene team because they're like we're so busy already like why are we adding another thing to our practice but okay it's about making it exciting it's about getting the buy-in it's about getting them to realize like they're going to be super scanners in no time at all like because the technology does so much for their workflow um mm -hmm. I would say that's like one of the biggest hurdles to overcome but when you can it's like you don't need to speak anymore you just show them the scan and then zip your lips and the rest is like history so yeah I would say implementation is key when it comes to your hygiene team yeah and they they really get excited because it's, it makes their job easier and the patients appreciate like we'll scan as a hygienist like they'll scan even before they remove the tartar and then they can mm -hmm. scan after or they can scan next time and show them like look this is how much buildup you had last time and there's so there's, a, there's a whole again that's another one of the tools is time lapse but for so many ways that the hygienists, once they buy in, again, you have to show leadership, you have to take the time to like encourage them and support them. And it just, I've never met a hygienist who didn't, you know, love it within a very short period, but with the right attitude coming from the top, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, again, like you're saying that key piece of like leadership, empowering them and understanding, like there can be a lot of more benefits of just like, you know, getting into it and just like really kind of holding their hand and saying, it's, you know, we implement this, it's going to definitely for the long term be more beneficial. Yeah. So like, I think like empowering them and being like, like you said, like showing them the way, you know, lead by example, Yes. implement and use and then train it and do it. So, you know, that's the best way to definitely get things implemented and started is definitely not to have that fear or shy away from it, but more, you know, be empowering and show them that there's going to be so much more benefit to it. Yeah. So I know Allison deals with a lot with that, like you said, kind of educating and having them feel, you know, confident when they're using a tool. So this kind of is going to kind of like, let me just kind of elaborate more on just kind of when you met with Polly, Dr. Peggy Bound and implementing the iTero, I'm sure you guys kind of went with like hand in hand on like, how would you want to educate the patient when using this tool? So like, would there be like anything when you go into like, you know, into like new practices? Cause you know, Peggy probably already had, I had an idea. So she probably wanted to build on that leadership. But when you go to like a brand new office and they probably just start with an iTero, like what's kind of maybe like that first stage, would you say to get started for like yeah, training? Absolutely. And I think like what we know to be true about people is they believe things more when it's their idea. And so right. when you're 
teaching your team, like, first of all, it's getting your team bought in. But then like, when it comes to the patient experience, when you can get the patient to be asking the questions, like, what's that? Or, you know, what do we do about this? Or tell me more about, you know, what you're seeing in my mouth. Like, that's when you know, you have the buy-in from the patient. And so like implementing the iTero and the practices is one, like showing them what's possible allowing them to know that they have the support, um, the, being able to have the questions answered along the way. And then I would say helping the team feel confident in answering the questions that the patient might have because no team member wants to look silly in front of their patient. They don't want to bring yes. in this new <laughs> technology and they're fumbling around with it. Like that is the thing that they're the most afraid of when they get started is like looking silly in front of their patient. So setting aside the time to make sure that they're confident, that they're trained, that they understand what this technology can do and then be able to help them show it and present it to the patient in a way that the patient actually is asking them questions and has buy-in towards what is happening in their mouth. And when we can create that ownership piece with this like beautiful visual tool, like magic just happens in practices. Yes. I thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I think you're completely right when you're saying you want them to ask the questions and, you know, to set aside the training is crucial. Cause I feel like that's what it is too. It's, you know, you don't want to have that lost time, but if, again, you put that time aside, you're only going to see the benefit of, Hey, we all feel confident in using this tool. And then they're going to also feel confident in talking about wanting to get those types of cases and doing more of those cases. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think training becomes a huge thing where I know having yourself or also just setting aside the time and really getting in there and asking the hard questions is gonna make a lot more sense and getting more accuracy using this tool. So thank you for explaining that training has gotta be number one when you're implementing a technology tool into any practice, cause it's gonna change your workflow a bit and you want your team to be confident in the tool they're using. So the patient feels also confident and trusts you with that relationship. So. I'm really glad you guys touched on a key aspect of training because exactly. I think that's really big and more dentists. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And I would say like, um, one of the things that doctors are afraid of is like slowing down the flow of the practice, like re- yes. using production time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just thinking from that perspective, it can be a bit short-sighted where like, if you slow down, then you can speed up. You can actually multiply your production Exactly. Like take some time away from it, get your team on board. You can multiply your production and time in the future. That's really like key point right there. You got to have the training to have more production goes hand in hand. You got to have that balance. And when you guys like would start training, cause I know Allison, you do trainings of these with like Dr. Peggy bound and things like, do you guys usually do these in morning trainings or do they sometimes become night trainings or does it really just fit whatever the dentist would, would fits best for their schedule? I mean, when I go into practices, like I let the team decide, um, okay. and every team is different. I'm like, guys, what is going to be the best fit? for you like let's have a vote are morning meetings gonna be better or do you guys want to stay after work like what's gonna work and some of my practices are like breakfast meetings I want to get out of here on time and others are like I am not awake in the morning so let's do Mm -hmm. this after work and have a couple of drinks afterwards and so I would say let your team decide and have a vote because then they'll be even more bought into that training because they're not feeling it's being done to them it's being done for them Wonderful. Well, I really appreciate those uh, little pearls on how to kind of get you started with your iTero. And thanks for explaining the different features a little bit to us, Dr. Peggy Bound. So this is going to bring me to my second question about technology, which is kind of like a no risk, no reward option, which is something you put a big investment of time and money into technology that paid off. Um, that paid off? Mm-hmm. Um, is, does it have to be the technology? I would say one thing is a digital printer. Yeah. Um, and again, just integrating all the workflows. So we, we do Invisalign, we, we have a printer, we do diagnostics, we, we print everything, but then 
that all comes back to you need an itero for that yes um so i can't say enough again that's definitely been that's been something that has paid off and like i say i notice each time i i bring something in i really have uh, an increase in production but there is that little bit of a, a bump at first because mm -hmm. we have to realize that not everybody learns at the same speed and we need to take the time to do the training so uh, we, uh, again, Allison's, you know, been great because she's really made us awesome. We, we've, we've done training before, but we really now like, like three or four times a year, like block off, you know, two hours before the day starts to really do something specific with training. So it, it could be like the new, new digital technology from the front end all the way back to, you know, how we're talking to patients in a, in a new patient experience or role playing and things like that. There's, there's, it's more about the people and how they are learning to adapt to the technology than it is the actual technology itself. Sometimes like I, right. I think anything can really work if you have the right reasons for wanting to implement it and having like Allison said that buy-in from the team. But uh, just as an example, though, you know, the digital printer, we we did purchase one back right before we became a DSD clinic back. Uh, it'll be two years this September. And I was on the fence about it for a long time. And now I would buy another one like tomorrow. <laughs> it is going like it's printing models and I, I grave great. Um, you know, nice, clean uh, models. I can make things with the models. Uh, my assistant is really creative. She does all kinds of great things. I never hear the model trimmer. There's never <laughs> any mess. Uh, we're not pouring wow. alginates. We're doing all kinds of things. So we're, it's also impressive. So we've left it out so that the patients can see things printing and they are like, Oh, you have a 3d printer. Wow. Like that, that's still mm -hmm. early enough technology that that's just, again, a really cool thing. And just talking to your patients about the fact you have certain cool technologies and just bring it up in conversation it helps the patients realize how special a place they are and how fortunate they are to be a part of a clinic or a patient in a clinic that does invest in this kind of thing. So just, you know, making sure that the conversations are about, you know, you know, you know, the time, the investment that we make so that they appreciate and they don't, they'll, they're less likely to complain or they feel like they get more value. So they're less likely to complain about the cost of dentistry mm -hmm. if they know about the value. So it's all about, you know, talking about things like the printer, like the Itero, um, anything like that, that, that the patients become more appreciative and not just wowed by it. Um, yes. And Allison, I was going to say to you, have you wanted to add a point in here also about that a little bit about how her, um, no risk and reward that really that reward is that patient education and that patient feeling valued, you know, like you said, they're not really going to question when they really know that they're getting the best treatment and diagnosis from their dentist. And also just knowing that their dentist is using, you know, the best cutting edge and leading the path of really understanding to give you guys that same day, you know, let that be like through the milling, right? Like restoration crown. It could be anything, anything. Like yep. It's incredible. Like that same day is like, you know, it really helps with efficiency and workflow of just getting them in and out and they don't have to be waiting to come back in to see you. That's just gotta be such a nice procedure to be able to offer and that, you know, you guys have these technologies that are leading the way of where digital technology is going and really making everything somewhere efficient. Yeah. yeah and then patients need to realize like not everybody does mm -hmm. this, you know, they so don't sure that they realize that, that you're creating more value for them. That you are different. That creates storylines that they then talk about. So it exactly. builds the practice, like the patients become, 
I don't want to say cliche, like a brand ambassador for you, but like they, they start talking about you in a way mm -hmm. that is different and people will want to come to your clinic because of the digital technology that you have. And just your expertise exactly. with the digital technology. I mean, you know, you're putting the time in with you and your staff to give that value and the expertise too, where you can get a graph, but you really need to have the dentist and the team member who really knows how to pick that apart and really give the proper diagnoses and makes it clear to the patient. So they understand also what's going on, because even though you can look at it and know instantly, you know, you've really got to use that as a key educational piece too, to where how you can fix their, their smile. Yeah. There's so many things I do with it in like, and the multiple things, multiple technologies that we have, but each day I'm excited because it's almost like probably weekly, I find a new way to use it to explain things. So it never, never is dull, never a dull moment. <laughs> That's how it is with technology, right? There's always more to be learning. It's always, you know, moving, it's always moving forward. It's always upgrading. It's got more advancements. So it's just so awesome to see the different additionalities and ways it can be developing constantly and how it can better help the workflow. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say like from kind of like a management perspective, like when it comes yeah. to the type of technology that has really like changed a practice or changed practices that I've worked in would be like the automation of like confirming appointments, messaging, being able to have digital forms, like things like that, that allow your patients to have like convenience and connection with automation. Mm -hmm because it's like creating that like touch point without more lift from your team. In fact, like most of the time it's less lift, but it's yes. still like bringing connection to patients because right now, like, you know, we live in a technology driven world and like all three of us love technology so much. And what do we want the most? We want to feel taken care of with the most up-to-date modern technology, like Peggy was mentioning. And then we want mm -hmm. to feel connection to the practice and we also want it to be convenient. So the softwares that we can implement in the practice that allow for digital payments, automatic confirmations, changing appointments online, booking through Instagram, um, seeing these things through Instagram, these things are, are going to be the future of dentistry. But yes. right now, like right now they're kind of like, oh, this is amazing. But pretty, mm -hmm. pretty soon it's going to be expected for every practice. And the more you can adopt these things and learn and train your team and have your train team on board, the better your practice is going to be overall. You couldn't have said it better connection. I mean, that's the number one thing. And you've got to get on the wave now. If you wait because of fear, you're going to be behind. So you got to jump on. I know it's going to be a little shaky ride, but it's worth it. I think, you know, obviously, Allison, what you are doing is so amazing. Connect like again, that's just connection in the community of understanding how to use your Instagram and what softwares to use. So when you are going to practices, if you don't mind, I just kind of want to ask, is there a certain software for communication that you, you know, talk to your dentist about when you're going to their offices? Like, is there a connection tool for like being, you know, paperless, like that you'd like to maybe like tell us some dentists about on the podcast today? Yeah, I would say like my favorite paperless um, software has been Opera DDS. Um, yes, Brian heard amazing things. He, like he's such mm -hmm. an innovator. Um, one of my favorite people in dentistry, honestly, their whole team is incredible. And I first I um, met him at ADOM and I was like, we need this in our practice. We implemented paperless um, forms and like my front desk team, my administrators were just like jumping for joy. So yes. I would say like using paperless um, as, as soon as you possibly can is something mm -hmm. that I like whenever I'm in a practice and I see one chart, like what is happening right now? <laughs> and then do <laughs> like digital or like paper new patient forms. I'm like guys, like, come on, like we've got to, we have to make this easier for our patients to come into a CS. So I love their, I love their technology. 
I think that is definitely a great little nugget. So right there, Opera DDS, you guys, I've heard amazing things too with the messaging and the different ways you guys can send papers to your patient, easy and convenient, and logs it completely into the software and saves everything for you for patient files, for insurance papers. It's amazing. So definitely check it out. I think um, next, which is a really interesting question, but it can be anything from digital to just something you implemented in the practice. We call this the flop. I just kind of like to hear from Dennis, like things you know when you're starting to practice, you're going digital or just getting even things for the office. And you're like, oh, I thought I was really going to use this item, but you ended up not using it. It was kind of like a waste of money. So again, um, if I would start with Dr. Peggy and then Allison, if you're also going to practices, I'd love to hear like if you see something that it was just something small, like from all the way from a towel warmer to, oh, I thought I was going to use a messaging app and it doesn't work that like I thought it would. Just helpful to kind of hear like maybe it's just something you can kind of bypass and not maybe need. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> yes. Um, you, you mentioned towel warmers, but we we had like um, steamed facial towels that we would yeah. have prior to COVID. And we stopped that, uh, but it was working really well. So that, but, yeah, that, I'm not sure it's like, it's a COVID, uh, we, we don't do it now, but it was really, patients did love it. Like when they got out of the their appointment, they had a nice steamed, I mean, you know what it's like if you're someone ever yeah. had a nice towel, but, but there's certain things too, like because of COVID now we can't do. So mm -hmm. that would be, that would be one of them, I think. But as far as, um, as far as a flop, um, Oh my goodness, I have to think. I did think, so there is a, it's not a flop, but I think I just, I got distracted and I started using the occlusalgram so much like with the Itero, but I did have, um, and it's not that I don't love it. I think if you're really fine tuning like full mouth reconstruction, you would use it, but I thought I would use it more. And it was the uh, tech scan or T-scan, which is, um, you know, can, check the bite it's a digital way to to uh, record occlusion but not okay. just occlusal contacts it's the timing of the contacts mm -hmm. so i'm i'm you know occlusion trained i'm very big on that and i it did help me with a number of cases but once i like we we kind of just got away from using it because it was a little bit cumbersome like the technology you don't have to bring out the computer for it it wasn't as if is easy to just bring into the room. And um, it certainly helped a lot, but I, I wanted to say what good about it was that it allows you to show you the timing of the content. So regular occlusion paper and the closer ram does not do that. It just gives you where the bite is high. But sometimes it's there's an, a premature contact or like an mm. interference that if you could only find that, uh, you. You, you know, so I don't want to say it's, you know, it's not a good, great technology. I think it's a great technology. Mm -hmm. I think it's just for me, it's a little bit more cumbersome because the, how easy it is, like just to have my iTero right there next to the chair all the time. And this is something that, you know, I was having to bring in and it, it just, it, it wasn't the complete package. So it may be different now, but this was a few years ago and I, I kind of kicked myself. I'm like, oh, should I, did I need that? And, but I really, it made me appreciate that though, you know, occlusion even more. So I think it's, it has a lot of merit, but I think it, it, it technology, anything that we implement could become, become a flop if it's not convenient. And I think that's the point here is that yes, as long as the team feels that it's convenient and it's not something like, for example, if you, if you only have one Itero and you have six to 10 operatories, well, yeah. the hygienists are not going to just go and grab, like, they're not going to go back and forth. You, you will need more. Exactly. So if you have that, if something's set up in the room all the time, 
then what I could guess we could learn from this is that if it's there, it will they will use it. If it, they've got to go to another room or they've got to turn on a computer and it's slow to start, they're not going to use it. So for that, that's mm -hmm. the key thing with any technology. Be sure that you can afford or you want to invest in enough of them. And, and another example is an intro camera. Years ago, yes. we bought only one or two and realized, you know what, we could we could just switch them. Okay, if you need the intro camera, come get it and we'll we'll connect it. And yeah. the one we use is Digital Dock and it's amazing. Greatest camera I've ever seen. However, if you don't have one in every room, they're likely mm -hmm. not going to go and get it. So it's all about convenience with technology and whether or not probably it's going to be a flop. Yes. Yeah. I'm really glad you touched on that convenience piece because I think that is so true that it's like if it's not there, it's not accessible reach, they're not really making that a priority. So definitely a great little nugget there. And I was just going to let Allison, I think you had something to add here. So I definitely would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, like as you asked that question, I was like thinking back to all the technology I've implemented in practices or seen implemented in practices. And I would say too much technology too fast without an implementation plan. Like any yes. technology, I think, like I don't think there are technology today in dentistry that are terrible. There might be better or worse or more efficient or not, but I don't think anything that's actually survived in the marketplace is a terrible technology. And I think the way or the reason why it might fail I would say 99% of the time would be lack of implementation, lack of accountability, lack of follow-up, lack of patient, lack of team buy-in. And mm -hmm. I've seen that with literally everything, like from a software that tracks metrics, from a patient communication software, from a like iTero not being utilized. And I think that it really comes down to not doing too much technology too fast and really having realistic goals for your team that allows them to understand the technology and know how to use it when and why. Yes, I think that right there, you're like you said, the strategy and implementation process, it has to be yeah. definitely mapped out because too much too fast of anything does not usually go well. So definitely have a, you know, one step at a time, understand how to use it, implement it correctly, and then it's going to be more successful than rushing around and really then it just kind of gets set off to the side because you didn't even really put the time and effort to understand what you're about to implement and change the workflow. Because with every technology, it's got a little bit of a learning curve. So like you said, slow and steady is going to win the race with the technology game. Mm -hmm. But once you get it down, it's going to make it more and more effective, which is such such a great piece, like you said, implementation. So I'm really glad you guys explained that little key nugget there, too. So I hope people have their notepads out because I know you, like you said, we're going to have really great notes and you guys have already given such great knowledge on some of these technologies. You guys are really working hand in hand together. And I'm so glad to have you guys here. So this is going to bring me to guys expand on what dental alchemy is and how you guys are offering this to dentists in the community. Yeah, absolutely. So Dental Alchemy really came together when Dr. Peggy and I started working together in the middle of the pandemic um, in 2020 last year, and we were able to accomplish some massive goals together. We both love technology. We love people. We love innovation. We are like hardwired high performers, and we just came together and we were like, we want to do something to help people in dentistry take themselves to the next level through high performance, through implementation of technology, and really through confidence in the workflows of this, this newer technology like DSD, Invisalign, you know, marketing strategies like Instagram, high performance coaching. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we started talking about this and we realized we had this very common goal to help more dentists just do better and be happier, we were like, let's build a program. So Peggy, do you wanna take it from here? Yeah. Um, 
It was exciting because when Allison started coaching me last year or talking, she was asking me, you know, what is your, what do you want to do? You know, you know, as a, as a longer term vision. And I was like, well, I really love to coach other dentists. I see myself mm-hmm. doing some sort of coaching. And of course, Allison was already doing that uh, herself. And then we thought, well, geez, like between the two of us, we have very, we kind of cover a lot of the basis of between dentists, dental team, office mm-hmm. management, um, digital workflows, um, just social media. We covered everything. We're like, why don't we put together like a, a you know, um, an academy or, or sort of a coaching program that will cover all these bases and basically accelerate a dentist being able to sort of just jump into this into this arena of being more digital, getting uh, more effective with their social media marketing, um, you know, bringing, getting themselves sort of get, for lack of a better term, like getting themselves set up properly, both mentally, physically, and just with their team to, to be prepared to do this. So that we, we knew there was like at least three or four, probably there's more, right, Alison? We, we just, we kind of <laughs> broke it down into three main categories. And um, that then would allow each, for each module that we would go into, they would, we would cover something essential, but it would give the, it would give the, um, the attendees like an opportunity to start to implement that. Because like you say, if we don't give time for implementation, then it's just not going to work. So we didn't, we, mm-hmm. it's got to accelerate them, but it's, but we, we need also time to, to help them implement. So each week now we support by doing like a, a, a live coaching call together to actually back up and support what are in what's in the training module. So everything's sort of on demand. We created this program right now. It's a three month intensive it could have been longer, honestly, right now. Oh my goodness. Oh my yeah, goodness. As we were, as so we much content. Like it's jam-packed. We didn't realize how much would be in there. So um, so we're gonna be relaunching it. We're really excited and relaunching it in uh, in September of next year, but we're already uh, yeah, we're already working on the next uh, the next round. But the, we've got students right now who uh, we just we are we're just like pouring the love on them, right, Allison? They <laughs> so much they are getting and so it's exciting much. yeah so they get us uh one-on-one or you know in a group and uh weekly just on top of all the other things that that we give them but it's like i think alice and i were just so aligned in like what our purpose is and what we love to talk about and our experience so alice and having you know 10 years experience in doing all of these all of this and me having 20 years experience as a dentist and just the culmination of our experience, but also our passion and drive to help other dentists knowing and learning, like from what we learned in the past year, even we realized that things can be even better uh, post pandemic or yes. know, in this, this world. So um, it's just, it's so exciting. And of course I love working with Allison, but go ahead, Allison, tell them more. Yeah. <laughs> We have, yes. we have so much fun together. Like literally every time we get off our coaching calls, we're like, yeah, we did it. Like we help people. And we just, we created um, the three modules. The one, the first module is high performance you and team. And so it talks about like, as you see on our Instagrams, we're very much into like high performance habits, like taking yes. really good care of ourselves because that is the key and the foundation of taking great care of our team and patients. And so we went into high performance coaching for yourself, for your team, setting up your schedules for success so that you could be happier and more productive in your clinic. 
And then in the second module, we did like digital workflow, Itero, Invisalign. And Peggy and I are both laughing because like it's such, there's so much information in there. It's like a year's worth of training. And we, we developed it with so much love to help these doctors implement, you know, bonding attachments better, putting, going from Invisalign to DSD to case presentation, to printing um, models, printing everything. Like Peggy just gave so much information um, in that second module. And then now we are just launching our third module, which is marketing. We're doing Instagram, Facebook, email, physical marketing, um, branding. Like it's such a meaty module as well. And our students are loving it. They are having such a good time. And we've really, I would say the biggest success that we've seen so far is creating a community of trust, of connection, building confidence with these dentists, being able to implement these things. And it really has impacted, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do each week. So we're so excited to help more doctors in our second round um, launching in September, 2021. So really exciting. This is so exceptional, ladies. I mean, you guys are really paving the way to like show everybody how to get into their digital workflow and really understanding, like you said, marketing and the strategy of implementation of this technology. And that's just really great to hear. And I'm just like so proud of you guys. And what's also has me following you along because you guys have so much to give. And I'm so thankful to also be on the train to watch how you guys are gonna grow this community. I'm so glad to be a part of it as well. So thank you so much for sharing that with us and how they can get started. So I'll be sure to get that information from you guys to plug it in our link in our bio below so they can follow along. And I myself, I'm gonna be able to learn from you powerhouse women and empowering us here in the dental community. And I'm really happy because you guys are going beyond the expectation and really showing dentists how this is done and also just like dental teams and being working together leadership and, you know, showing the way and having a good mindset and a positive mindset and how to implement these technologies and also just great communication. That's going to be the tool of what takes the success and really having that awareness and showing, you know, who your brand is and having a strategy for all of that. So really exciting news. And I'm so happy for you guys and congrats on relaunching a second think of this because I'm sure it was so popular. Like you said, there's so much to learn and know. It's like, it's incredible. Like, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I'm sure so many teams are already benefiting and success, getting so much success working with you both. And I also want to be able to jump in there and also maybe learn a thing or two because it does not hurt. <laughs> Everyone can be learning. You're never, never a pro. You're always learning every day. It's always changing. That's a great attitude, Allie. <laughs> yes, thank you. I mean, hey, I'm like, like you guys say, I mean, the best quality, be optimistic and like, don't give up. Like, you know, keep keep trying to find your goals, implement those and like have a strategy to actually achieve the goals. Because if it's not scheduled, it usually won't get done. So I'm all about scheduling. Just mm-hmm. like I think Allison preaches a lot on her Instagram. So yeah. I know I'm all about that as well. So I kind of wanted to ask you, like, what your guys' goal is for like the next year going forward now that, you know, we're kind of getting into like this post-COVID and how's everything been going for you guys? Like, where do you kind of see this going in the next year? Big places. Um, big places. <laughs> I'm excited. The key, the key, one of the key things that the more we, we got developing the modules, we realized like there's not no one out there doing the whole package like there's right there's lots of residencies many residencies there's a lot of different things uh online and th- that's that's so awesome because mm-hmm. we don't all have to fly everywhere anymore for this so on-demand learning is i think the future for sure yes and it's allowing me for example to spend more time with my family because i was traveling lecturing and uh i was away from my kids a lot and i was it was hard to say no so i've learned i've learned to say no a little bit more but i'm able to say yes more than i could have because i don't have to travel so i think like a lot of dentists are like oh great i can just take that course you know on 
my own time. So there's that aspect, but being able to be, um, to get, I think that like that personal coaching, but also the on-demand coaching, that combination of coaching and learning uh, with the entire, like I say, the whole package. So we might be expanding right. on these these topics that Allison, these modules went on, but just those three areas alone can really catapult and accelerate anyone's practice. Um, and to sh we're, I'm sharing everything, of course, that I'm doing in my clinic. And it is, you know, people just want to know, like, how are you doing it? How are you doing it all? Or why, how, how are you making this work? And just by having that platform where I can share what I'm doing in my clinic to help other dentists, but they're going to get to do it so much faster than I got to learn yeah. it. I've been doing, I've had this clinic uh, trying on this track of, you know, digital workflows and more intense digital workflows for six years. It's actually today is our six year anniversary. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize oh today my gosh. Anniversary of our first patient in this new digital clinic. And, you know, it's just really special to share that with other dentists. I love to inspire mm -hmm. other people in general, uh, let alone dentists. I can talk about dentistry all day, but I like to inspire people in general. So I think we're, we just, I think the sky's the limit. And Allison and I are like, this mm -hmm. is so good. <laughs> we say that yes. so much because we can't believe what we're giving. Like we're giving this. And if we could have been given that, imagine a few years ago, mm -hmm. where I would be, right? So to help dentists accelerate their impl implementation of digital and just their their whole clinic from both their mindset all the way up to their their marketing mindset to marketing that's a good one yes. um, <laughs> that is perfect so, yeah i'm always doing stuff like that but the point <laughs> is that i don't think there's anything what we're offering is very unique and i'm really yes. proud of it and i'm really excited to be a part of it with allison I'm proud of you guys. I mean, you guys are really laying the track down for like the future for dentists. Like you said, if you would have had this, like what you said two years ago, like what would you be? But like, awesome. You guys are literally laying the tracks, showing them, okay, here's like the hurdles. This step is how you jump. Step. Yeah. Like they get like a step-by-step. -step That's amazing. Yeah. And it's very like holistic as well. Like, you know, I'm a high performance coach and Peggy and I, like a lot of times when I'm coaching Peggy, like we're talking about like you know, what's going to make you happy? Like, what is success yes. look like for you? Like, what is going to matter at the end of all of this? And I think like adding that high performance element to this, like, it's not just about profitability. It's not just about increasing revenue. It's not just about the success of like being a great profitable clinic. It's about the success of the dentist as a holistic person. Like, right. how do we make them healthier? How do we help mm -hmm. them have more time with their family? How do we make them feel like all of this work is worth it at the end of the day? And I think yes. that's what really has created the community is opening up people to ask these questions, these hard questions, determine like their five-year vision, their 10-year vision, their life vision for their practice, and really get like clear on that and have a support system around it. And so Peggy and I are both visionaries. And so we're like, okay, we're going to have our own conference. We're going to have them yes. come to Bermuda and like, you know, oh be with gosh. us together have t-shirts like we are yep. such visionaries that I think you know this is just the beginning of digital dental academy and dental alchemy but we want to we want to help change the dental industry and really create a group of supportive you know non-judgmental connections that allow dentists to grow in the best way possible and help them just be happier and and more fulfilled overall so well, that's where I think we're going in the next year is just there are relaunch, see how many more dentists we can help. And then, you know, the sky's the limit for us, honestly, because we just don't stop. <laughs> we're like, what else could we do? 
That is the way to have the mindset. Way to go for you, powerful women. I'm so happy for you guys opening this door for the community and really just taking these steps to like build upon this. That's already like pre-launched and now like it's been so successful. You guys can, like you said, the sky is going to be the limit. I hope you guys can do the Bermuda. I want to see the t-shirts. I would love to even be there in the t-shirt. And you guys are just so welcoming and helping all aspects of the community when it comes to even people who are doing just dental technology to the very aspect of front office, the person who's booking and just on the phone. I think it's just so inclusive and how much you can learn from what you guys are offering in your guys' um, dental alchemy. And I'm so excited for you guys to be doing this and teaching everybody all these different skills and how to be successful and having a better positive mindset from, like you said, from your mind all the way to the implementation of getting the technology. That's where it's got to all start is your mindset and being a good leader. And I think what you guys are offering is amazing. So that's going to bring me to like my final question for you both. And I wanted to ask you, you guys are both such inspirational leaders in this community and having all these great qualities. So like when you start your day every day, there's usually a routine when it comes to leadership. So like what's something you guys do when you wake up in the morning that you kind of get your day started to kind of have a successful day to kind of lay out the map for every single day when you start. So um, if you'd like, Allison, take the floor, tell us a little bit about a little bit of your leadership routine. Oh man, this is, this is tough because I do so much in the morning. Like mornings are like, for me, my magic hour and it, it mm -hmm. very much sets up my day. So like, I'll wake up, um, make my coffee. I'll read. I, I'm always reading something new journal, my affirmations, um, my vision. I would say vision is a huge thing. It's like really imagining the future that's, that's meant for you. Like, where are you stepping into Imagine yourself, like succeeding in the life that you want um, I meditate and then I exercise and then I have a cold shower. So that is my like wow. kind of powerful Look morning. Look at that. Um, I love I would that. Say, like if I had to, if I couldn't live without one of those things, it would probably be exercise because like the endorphins, the energy, the mindset, like mm -hmm. it really is so powerful. Even like seven minutes of exercise can shape your day. So absolutely. Um, yeah. I would say if I couldn't live without exercise, but all of those other things really set me up. Thank you so much for sharing. So glad to hear about your power hour, your magic hour. And Miss Peggy Bound, how would you start your morning as your leadership routine in the morning for yourself? It's very similar. I'm not going to lie. There you go. Um, See, I've always, I've always been very disciplined my whole life, actually. Um, and I love mornings. So I never, mm -hmm. I've never minded getting up early. I make a point to get up around five. Um, and, you know, the first thing is to drink lots of water and get ready all my clothes everything's laid out so the, the you know my the, the night it starts the night before with everything prepared so including my cold water everything's ready to go and then of course i go get my dog and we i do i will journal and then uh he's looking at me like okay it's my turn so <laughs> i i walk my dog you you mentioned at the beginning yeah so what i mean i i put mostly dentistry in my instagram but one thing I do very routinely is I show, I share with people my morning um, and just one beautiful part of it. So I'll find a piece of nature or something about it and I will post that. And that just post, just honestly, I know I'm supposed to sort of probably not be on and I'm not on social media, like I'm not surfing, but I will do one post because I want to inspire people to also get out and enjoy nature. So I will do that. And then, you know, I get back and I have, I may do a little bit of, um, a little bit of work, but I have a routine of, again, things that I eat and drink are very uh, regimented in the morning. And I do pretty much the same thing uh, all week long. And I will, I'll sleep in a little bit on a Saturday. I'm not going to lie, but, but generally the weekdays, I have a very strict routine of, of that, uh, of, you know, making sure I get out and exercise. I also exercise at night, but in the morning it's, a, it's a run with my dog. 
You guys have such great similar routines. I think that's wonderful. I think that's a lot of sometimes successful people sometimes have similarities in there, but everyone can readjust and has their own, you know, label of success. Some people love to work out at night and that's like their thing. That's their jam. Sometimes that's for me because sometimes in the morning I am, I'm trying to see my doggos and then I'm trying to implement, trying to also surf a little only because I do so much social media. So I kind of like to like spend a little bit of my morning engaging. But mm -hmm. I really do love to journal and also do affirmations. I think it is so key to have a set goal for yourself and then to have a little checklist mentally to know like what's my priorities and then get that all settled away. So I think it's so awesome that you guys have these routines. I hope our listeners can learn a little bit from this and maybe also start implementing a little of these things into their routines if they're not or share with us their routines in the comments. I am so glad to have you guys both here. This is such an amazing time. I learned so much from you both on how you guys have been implementing iTero, how you educate on iTero and how you guys also just empower the community and have these different ways to have outlets of different funnels and how they can learn how to implement digital technology into the workflow of their practices. So without further ado, I'd like for you guys, before you guys go off, if you guys could just tell us how our listeners can connect with you on the internet, if they have any questions. Okay. Um, uh, I, I guess I'll start. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can find me on any, pretty much any social media platform, but the main platforms of course is at DR Peggy Bound is my Instagram. Allison and I have a shared Instagram at dental alchemy and you can reach me at Peggy at smilesbybound.com as an email, but I'm very receptive. This is a hint. This is a tip. <laughs> very receptive to DMS on Instagram. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I almost don't let them go. So, yes. um, yeah, it's very strange for me not to answer one of those. And also LinkedIn, I have a professional page and a, and a business page uh, there as well as on Facebook. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Miss Allison. Um, you can find me on Instagram at your clear aligner coach. And then my website is your clear coach.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well, uh, Allison Lucier and Clear Coaching. Um, and then yes, come and find our page, Dental Alchemy. We're kind of like sprucing it up, making it exciting. You'll you'll see a lot of us on there. So excited to connect with you guys. And this I was such want, a great time. I did want to add. I forgot. I have a, a weekly podcast as well, The Truth About Dentistry. Oh, yes. I also have the clear perspective, which is um, a weekly Facebook live with um, somebody in the industry that I want to hear their perspective on. So, yes, both very great channels. You'll learn so much from both of them. They have such great special guests as well as just as I am so fortunate and so honored to have both of you on my podcast today and learned so much. And I hope our audience got some really great different dental pearls out of this talk today and learning from you empowering ladies in the dental community. So thank you so much for being on the dental tech chat. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. So thank much. you. Bye.